Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. to another episode of A Whole Mood. Let me tell y'all, I went to New York this past weekend. I was shooken. I looked outside my plane window. It was snowing. The next thing I know, people texting me, telling me, oh, you going to a blizzard. I'm like, what the fuck? And lo and behold, it snowed like nobody's business the next day. So it dampened all of my plans. Sorry to all my New York peeps that I did not get to see. Listen, that blizzard, it was not planned. But I got everything. And now we back in LA. We back with a part two of last week. So last week, we talked about versatility. I have two friends from the DMV. You guys know Brandon from the King episode. I met them through Brandon. Just in that one little year when me and Brandon was like actually bonding or whatever, whatnot, we literally hit it off like one Memorial Day weekend. I hit it off with them like amazing. Then they became fam. I would like to introduce to you guys, Chris and Mark. What's going on, y'all? What's going on, y'all? What's up? Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no, thank That's you. Cool. Nah, we about to really get into it this episode. I know Mark like shaking in <laughs> his boots. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just here. I'm here so I don't get fined. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we about to get into some things. Nah, we really about to. Yes. So, nah, how's y'all a weekend been? Um, this is my weekend. Honestly, like, gotten to a point where, like, we don't really necessarily know where the hotspots are in D.C. Let's try something out. Um, I went to this party for Xavier Entertainment over in Hyattsville. So I'm like, this is like right around the corner from the house. Shout out to Xavier. Okay. Shout out to Xavier. And I just wanted to kind of see like what the vibe was all about. The weekends are more like more chill. <laughs> right. No, I feel you. But no, but let's go ahead and get into it. So last week, like what I said, based on the Sex, Love, and Goop documentary that I watched on Netflix, how the gay world, it can be very contradicting. And this is just my perspective. With the top, bottom, and verse stigmas and how we kind of navigate through the dating space, I've seen on several or witnessed uh, based on friends telling me or whatever, where it's like they could be a bottom or date a top, but that top, if they get with somebody that they actually really, really like, they'll bottom for that. Child. Why is it that two people can't come 100% and be dedicated into actually pleasing each other, whatever that may be? Uh, so for me, I honestly yeah. feel like we kind of are established in somewhat of like a, a category type of lifestyle where you have to okay. fit in all these. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. You, you, I mean, do we not all fit in categories? Are we not all, like, categorizing how we're navigating our dating and how we're interacting? And even our sexual... Like, I honestly feel like what we... That I know a lot of people's personal business. And I feel like when it comes to what they present to the world, they might kind of be more prudish or, like, not with a whole bunch of different things. And different things being what? Fetishes. Like, people not being open okay. to the idea of fetishes. And, like, mm -hmm. I feel like they would just, like in public or in a public space or even in, in a space like this, they would be like, oh, no, I would never. Or I would kind of be a prude about the idea. Yes. And then y'all hook up on Jack and it's giving like freak hope. And it's like, oh, shit, I ain't never see this kind of side of you. Like, I know you did all that, you know? So 
for me, it's like, we got to step away from like the categories as far as like, okay, if you're more masculine, you need to be the top. If you're more feminine, you need to be the bottom. If you're tall, you need to be the top. If you're short, you need to be the bottom. Like it's just- Just to go a little bit more in depth on that. When I come across those situations or I hear people in those situations, my first thought is, why are you setting yourself up for these heteronormative positions Period. and you're That's not that? Thing. Well, Absolutely. here's the thing. Okay, so what are y'all's preferences? Mark, let's start with you. What do you actually prefer? Do you prefer somebody to be 100% in satisfying you or do you want to be in that category of thing? <laughs> do you really <laughs> find yourself looking for that dominant person or do you play like a submissive role into the bedroom or do you want to trade places like we was talking about last week as of more recently honestly it's been like a trading places situation i'm not coming up to somebody looking at them being the top or the bottom that's not how but you like raleigh niggas you know you do do. you like raleigh niggas and we had this before where you was like super masculine berry type niggas you love them is your mouth drooling yeah, you know, over there? But like, and you know what comes with them. You know <laughs> but you do. But you do. And but but the growth in me is like, you know what? Go ahead and go get you that soft top with a purse. Cause that nigga <laughs> gonna slay you down. What is a soft top? Soft top, aka blouse. For me, is not the one that's like the masculine presenting. There's something masculine about that person. Their preference in the bedroom is a top. If they don't like bottom in, you know carry your purse around as yeah, girls. I've heard what the term soft top and what I perceived it to be is like, we talked about this last week where I was saying tops normally don't even acknowledge your dick, right? So with a soft top, they're for it. That hasn't been my experience. I feel like okay. guys who are more effeminate over more masculine, it's more like things are a little bit more fluid and that type of you know experience. I feel like people are more willing to be more open about their own sexual experience and willing to share that with you it's very rare that you encounter those type of individuals and it's like we looking at each other like who going who going to set this off <laughs> plus you want to have like the chemistry there like you want to know that connection there like you don't want to just be sitting there pull up and y'all just pull your dicks out and then all of a sudden it's like okay well, well, i mean like what do we have left to do you gonna kiss me like i'm gonna kiss you like am i gonna turn you down like how we doing this but that's that's you looking for me. Is it? Are we talking about hookup I, culture honestly, in general? I've never had that experience though. What he mentioned, I've never had that. So my hotations okay. are very intimate to me. I never looked at hookup culture as in like, damn, he fine. I want him in my bed tonight. I'm not that type of person. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say <laughs> that I. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I'm not necessarily the type of person that's going to go out clubbing and be like, when I get there, find this dude, or I'm going to go to the bar, and I'm going to find this dude, and we're going to go home together. Like, but yeah. I am very open to like spontaneous situations happening. But one time like I was that. at Nelly's, and in my head, I was like, Child. young, oh, he kind of cute. Like, are we talking? <laughs> if he talk about this boy. And now we back at my place. And things are going down. And it's like, I would never been like open to the idea of that going into it, you know, yeah. in a sense where it's just like, oh, you know, maybe I shouldn't be like hooking up with random people, but it's like, fuck. I mean, we here now, so like, <laughs> you yeah, might have to I have to, I have a filtration system. Like I have to know you for a minute before I even go there. Oh, you got like a 30, 60, 90? 
Yeah, I think it was that same weekend. That was Memorial Day weekend where we had went to Nelly's that time, and then I had somebody meet me there, mm, and yeah. I definitely did a walk of shame the next day. But I had known him. Why is it a walk of shame? Cheers. I mean, I did shower, but I had the same clothes. Ain't no shame. <laughs> and I was going back to Brandon House with the same, st- and like literally, I had a story along with my ass. So <laughs> ain't no shame in your game. You grown. You know what it definitely time was. I had known him maybe even four years prior, and we had done nothing that four years. Had y'all ever talked about what that would look like? When you finally did meet up, like, was there a conversation? But what does that mean? What do you mean a conversation? Was there some sort of intent behind y'all meeting? Or was it just like, we when we finally meet up, we just going to figure things out? Nah, it, it was organic. It was like, oh, let's meet up or whatever. You in town. And then that's when he came. We were all like meeting up at Nelly's. Gotcha. And then from there, it was just like, okay, you want to come by my place? And then once we got to his place, it was like, well, you knew what it was when you was coming here, so don't even act shy or whatever. So he started stripping, and I was like, all right, well, let's go. Here for it. <laughs> but that's how, honestly, that's how I prefer it anyway. But we dealing with a fire sign, and then also I'm very much a fire sign Venus, so I prefer it that way. Gotcha. I never really have conversations regarding sex, like, at all. I'm immediately bored when you want to talk about, like, so what you get into or what, what you do. I don't like that shit. Yeah. I hate when dudes do that because I feel like unless you're experiencing it, there's no truth behind it. It's like, it's almost like, yeah, when I see you, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to, we going to do this when, I, when we get together. <laughs> and it's just like, you sitting there like, yeah, all right, we going to see, you know, because mm. I feel like Ooh. there's that buildup behind it. Now, the only time when I say that that type of chemistry can occur is if y'all are like seriously dating or if, or if y'all have gone a long time without seeing each other. So it kind of, it creates some sort of like, you know, anticipation on meeting. But I feel like when you just try to hook up, it's like, nigga, we about to get this nut and go ahead about the fucking business. <laughs> when it comes to hookup culture, you only think about yourself in that standpoint. You don't really think about the other person. It's hard to. I mean, because like, you're so focused you... on getting your nut. <laughs> yeah, tell me, Mark, because you quiet yeah. over there. I'm just saying, at this point, you're so focused on getting your nut. Are you really thinking about the other person? The only time that you're thinking about them is the fact that you're mildly attracted to this person. You yeah, already you know. are interested because if you have dived into the so what are you into conversation, that's a mental thing, too. If you can get past that and they're actually honest, then you're definitely going to get yours and they're definitely going to get theirs. But that's about it. You're focused on the mission that and the mission. It's satisfaction. On the flip side, if one person is satisfied and then they're kind of disinterested because, you know, you've already got your... It gets awkward. Yeah, because do you not focus on that person once you got yours? Like, why is that a problem? Yeah, so I don't have that problem. I feel like if Mark is over. I got mine before you got yours, <laughs> then I'm not going to be like, all right, well, I think that that's like going as far as sharing the experience. Why not like complete it? Now, it's just like yeah. some time that went on and I'm sitting here looking at you, I'm like paddling my fingers and I'm like, all right, but that's different. <laughs> but <laughs> over there, so over there. Because again, I've said on several instances, like I take a while. Like, so it's going to take a minute for me to get there. I'm Same, always right. on now, the... I don't think the mission is like, how who going to get there fastest? Because I feel like okay. I've had conversations with friends and they've told me like, yo, this dude was such in a rush. Like, I'd be like, I wouldn't even put myself open to that. Because I'm like, I don't want to yeah. come in 
to a situation and like even if it's like I don't want to put a time limit on things like I just want to enjoy it if I know that I'm just going to kick it with you or this is just a one night type of situation and we'll never do this again I at least want to kind of live myself in the experience and then you know whatever happens from there I'm open to as well that's one thing that turned me off though like completely turned me off from the hookup culture part of it is me just growing up and then the other part of me is like I I didn't want to do this anymore in the first place so knowing what I could have versus this one minute gig over here (laughs) (laughs) and and now you over here got your nut and I'm over here looking at you like all right uh get the fuck out like so like if I'm fucking with you you are the person that I'm fucking with so you don't have an expectation for somebody to finish the deal once they done not if we're not like actually intimate with each other no I do Chris you do there has to be because I feel like they're for me, like, there's going to be some sort of level of intimacy. I would feel like it would be a waste of time for me if I'm, yeah. like, but even you, having you in my state, so even going to where you live at. Like, I'm older now, so it's like, I'm not about to just bend you over, or you're not about to just bend me over behind the staircase. Like, we're not, we not there. Like, we're, we're going to be somewhere comfortable. We could both enjoy ourselves. There are people like that. And when you uh, realize that you're like, oh, shit, what the fuck? Like, why do I even have you in my space? Just like you said, like, why are you in my space? Why am I wasting time? This is not what I want. You come to a whole different realization of, just in general, this is not what I want. Like, I can't keep doing this. And... Okay. So, okay. Let's talk I about can find, this. I, got, I need to find a man. Wow. So I see that there's, like, there's two conversations that need to be had here. So, wait. We're going to dial back. When did you guys have a whole phase, or do you feel like you're still in your whole phase? Well, Chris. So I feel like for me, like when I, when it comes to whole phases, they're seasonal. So it'll be a situation where like I might be talking to individuals seasonal for how long? A season. So like, no, I, I feel I'm, I'm like, saying like, okay, they come sporadically through seasons, but it's saying like, what's the year span of these seasons? How it happened? I'll take last year for instance. I've mm-hmm. talked to three individuals within like four to five months span. And I feel like that's a good enough kind of time to kind of get to know people and kind of figure out like, eh, eh I don't really see where this is going. But I feel like with my whole phase is, it's more like me prospecting people to kind of figure out what I offer to them and what they offer to me. My whole phase is probably will go on for like maybe four or five months. And then I'm like, I'm not fucking with nobody for like six months. And then like, <laughs> I'll download Tinder or I download Jack and I'm like, ooh, you kind of fine, like, I ain't never seen nobody like you. And then it, and then it's all over again. And then it's like, okay, well, where do I go from there? So it's like, it's kind of weird. What you consider whole phase is kind of like dating or shopping around. Yeah. Because how I look honestly. at whole phase, that's an experiential side where it's like, you're not tied to nobody, don't want to be tied to nobody. Like you literally here for the experience and to get your experience and to really explore what it is that you into. That's what I, that's how I look at the whole phase. For me, that sounds like adult puberty. I'm at the part of the talking stage where I'm just like, what's happening? I'm not going to dive too deep into it, but we had, we've recently had a conversation and then I really had to like scroll back through text messages to see like, how long have we been talking? Like, am I still going through my whole phase or are we like, can I still like talk to these other niggas? Like, I, I don't know. So I scrolled back and I was like, okay, we've been talking since like before Thanksgiving and I'm like, wow. So this has been a thing and not been consistent. I will say that he's been a little inconsistent. So that's what's making me recently think about, damn, should I 
go back to my adult puberty, my whole phase again? Or am I just like out of it? Cause I don't have time. Like now is, now is the part of me where I guess what Chris said after the six months or five months after you talking, you're kind of just over it. You kind of delete the apps. I'll download them back in July of this year and be like, oh my God, I haven't seen you. You look, you're cute. You're cute. You're cute. But it, it, I don't even want to do that anymore, to be very honest. I'm very out of it. I kind of want to be taken out of the loop and just thrown into the dating pool without the bullshit. What about those times where it's like, that person probably don't feel your cup? Ooh. I feel like getting to know me, have this idea of me that's just very... Because you are tall. So that kind of yeah, plays tall... a factor into people's perception on how you show up. Right. So I'm Ooh. already coming in with some sort of present. People are like, I mean, like, we're gonna talk all right, about it. we want you to be the, we want you to be assertive. We want you to be aggressive. We want you to yeah. be, the they want you to be the top, baby. Exciting. They want you to be the and top in this five, seven and world. And that's fine. Right. And, that's fi- <laughs> and that's fine. But I feel as though like there You're are the experiences field. that Alana is specifically talking about where the person's six, one, six, two, and we both sitting here like, yeah. who's going to bend this? <laughs> so you doing the <laughs> like like in those moments it's just like try something throw something out there and there have been moments where it's just like yeah nah this ain't gonna work out bro you could actually leave why is Ooh, that yeah. why is that <laughs> it's to a point where it's like their expectation of what they wanted is not going to be fulfilled they're not open to the idea of like exploring whatever it is that's like you know kind of maybe a fetish of theirs or and this is the main thing that i'm trying to unpack here you're willing to switch sides right given the person or energy that you feel but if that person doesn't meet your expectation on what they're trying to fulfill you then become incapable of like having that intimate situation because you had a certain expectation, then they had a certain expectation of you as well. So it's like, damn, we're not capable of doing this. Right. And I feel like in that situation, then it's just best that we just don't cross that bound. Yeah. Because I feel like at that point, it's just it's just going to be terrible on both our parts. And we should just go ahead and stop doing <laughs> that. Like, honestly, I, that's just, that's real. It goes back to that heteronormative right. idea. It yeah. doesn't make sense. And it shouldn't fit within our community. The alphabet mafia. It just doesn't, it doesn't work. And especially if you're verse, it's definitely not going to work. Because, yeah. child, when I tell you, me and <laughs> same old boy that I've been talking about earlier, we did the do one time. He literally pulled my thing and then, like, inserted itself. And I I gagged, took it like a champ. And I was like, what? <laughs> Mind-blowing. I think we've all had that moment where we were just, like, something that we weren't expecting to happen happened. Or something that we probably in our mind which is like, I would never do no shit like that. And then it happens. Is it, and it's like, you have another little brain freeze in your mind because you're like, wait, did I just did I just do that? Like, I don't feel like there should just be all this like, no, I don't do that because... Exactly. I'll suck dick because, nigga, you're gay. Why don't you like, suck what? dick? Like, you don't eat ass or suck dick? It's I will weird. put you out. It is weird. <laughs> It is so weird to me. I what promise you, you live under that you do? and then the people who are who are adamant about like, oh no, nah, I never. And I that's not that I never do something like that. And I'm just sitting out there like, yeah, I because I don't look here. at sex like penetration has to happen. And it's some niggas that really look at like penetration has to happen. That's maturity. It doesn't yeah, have to maturity. happen. 
I'm not a penetration only type of person. You not about yeah. to do that shit. No. And it wasn't every day, but whew, my ex, we sometimes we would wake up fucking. And then it would just be like <laughs> you just wake up and it's a dick in your butt. Like you just like, ooh. So do you think it's a control situation on your behalf? No, I think it's a anatomy situation. You're not about to run me. Gotcha. You got one night to run me down. You're not about to run me down every night. You're not about to run me down every night. It's shit that belongs so... in there. You're not busting it wide open every night. <laughs> I feel you, friend. She said it's shit that belongs in there. Let's just be honest. It is shit that belongs let's, let's, in there. Right, let's keep it There's in no tearing that's gonna happen in there. Like there's shit that belongs in there. You okay, are not really? about to bust me wide open. No. <laughs> me being the resident freak hoe, I completely understand. Every night. Nah, every night. Come so, on. So so so, so my I, I guess my question is, how much are you working with that is busting it down like that? <laughs> you not you shouldn't. No. You shouldn't. No. And I and I wasn't. And and we didn't. So it's like literally a thank die. God. You will literally die. Not die. You will die. I will be a very skinny bitch, but no, you I will not die. No, you bitch, will not. You will probably have you some fucking anal tearing. You will have some anal tearing, and mind you, that shit is it's toxins that are coming out of your body. So if that shit seeps into your bloodstream, you are done. You are done. Look, the girls are getting bust down. With, Listen, they are. With, Silicone now, and, I, and I'm very happy on that the girls sizes. Are able to have. If you get fisted, if that's your thing, do that shit. You but know, you know what? They're not doing that shit every day, though. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> Again, I would like to shout out my content creators. I log on Twitter every day, <laughs> even if you're not doing it every day. It almost appears like you're doing it every day. So but if somebody putting their whole fist in there, you work to accomplish somebody putting your fist in there. So That's therefore, work. your hard muscle work. has stretched to the point where you've done this occasionally to the point where your muscle has stretched to that point. But I doubt they're doing this shit every day because that shit is pain. Alon's killing the girls off. <laughs> <laughs> Line them up. You shouldn't be taking that every day. Yeah, That's a lot. I be taking that shit every day. With no problem. Like, you know. Like, and I see the white girlies do it, but, you know, that's not my thing either. But I be seeing the white girlies do it. And I'd be like, wow. <laughs> Do you feel sexually desirable? Currently, no. Uh, why? Please That's so that. <laughs> because, like, I've seen my body transform into something that I know that it was not. What do you mean, something Mark? That I'm not used to. I have Wait. body dysmorphia. What? Yeah, I thought you yeah, liked. With it. No, I thought that you were transforming into something that you like because you like big niggas. So I thought you wanted to be a big nigga. I do. I do. And I back do. Back in the day. But I do, and then I still like big niggas then too, though. Okay, so that's that fine. that that didn't yeah. change for me. Okay, it was more so like me now this size, and I'm just like, what the fuck? I agree. I was in a relationship with somebody who had body this, but I felt that you were becoming something that you were actually physically attracted to. That's what I thought that that was happening. I will say, you know, I done told Chris, I done told this story a million times. I'm telling for y'all. Back in 2017, I had a blood clot in my lung. It put me on bed rest for at least like mm. two and a half months. Within those two and a half months, I honestly had no mobility. I could go to the bathroom and that's about it. I couldn't go out. I couldn't 
enjoy myself. Just like women had to be on bed rest when they're in those crazy pregnancies, I was in that same bed rest. I could not make it more than six feet without collapsing. All the medicine they had me on made me gain all this extra weight. Besides that, I guess you could say I was undiagnosed with depression as well. Mm-hmm. I just went through like a breakup, like my longest relationship, the person that I actually love. Like I know that's my soulmate and I have no problem calling him that. So that took me on a whole nother loop. And now I'm at this weight and it just won't come off. And I think about it all the time when I'm dating, like I'm not sexually desirable. Getting intimate, like taking my shirt off, taking clothes off. Like I honestly have to trust you enough to get to that place before Mm -hmm. we do the deed. (laughs) Oh, I never knew that, Mark. It's a thing. Child, my heart just kind of broke. So that's why I be saying, you know, when I get my BBL, I'm going to be back. (laughs) I'm not getting no BBL, though. It's not happening. But, you know. With me, I feel like I've always, there's always been, like, this self-consciousness about what my body looks like. Like, Mm. at one point, I was, like, real skinny, real tall and frail. I know that I'm attractive. I know that people are attracted to me. And I can live in that and I can be you know comfortable in that you know I know that there are always areas that I can work on and I have opportunities you know I've only had like one dating experience where somebody was just like you need to do x y and z and for me it was just like fuck you is that for me or is that for you I can make those distinctions when people are offering their advice as to what they feel I need to be doing so for me it was just like okay, like, I'm comfortable in my skin. I could be this way today and be a whole other different way tomorrow. But then it kind of, like, people who are only attracted to my body, I'm looking at you like, red flag, red flag, red flag. A partner suggests a new sexual preference, but you don't like the idea. What do you do? I don't like that. (laughs) I'm going to be very straight up. toes down in my, like, nah, we not about to do that. But it, I feel like, cause I, cause, no, seriously, no, we're not about to do that. Like, no, you're not about to try this new, because the thing about it is, is like, is, is it curiosity? Is it fetishy? And then it's kind of like, okay, do I got to set my boundaries up where I'm looking at you like. <laughs> like, do you try but this I with everybody say, or are you just trying this with me because you feel a certain energy from right, me? Right, like, like, did you see, was you on my Vista last night while I was asleep and you was like, I'm going to go but, ahead Google some shit that I ain't never tried before. And now you want to experiment? Like, is this, or is it something that you honestly. I was like, I think there are ways to bring it into the bedroom, but the conversations, like, like the conversations like, definitely will have to like happen. To I'm just not okay. saying, you know, put a hamster up my you're butt. You're not going to write it off. I, yeah, I'm not going to write it off, but you're not pegging me either when you have a perfectly, you know, good dick right there. Okay. It's just not happening. Um, we're not bringing a female. In. There's just some. How do, how do you say? No, not boundaries. You know, I'm not saying go for R. Kelly on me. I'm just saying don't go all R. Kelly on me. That's all I'm saying. Oh, you don't want nobody go. shitting the pen on you because that's what they said last episode. They don't want nobody shitting. Yeah. Full disclosure. Blood. I have participated. No, nah, I participated in, in water sports. I feel like I do draw the line at scat and blood, just only because of. The overall sanitary. In my mind, I'm a germaphobe. In my mind, like, and, you know, my exes hated me because, like, I they'll move something, and I'm like, did you just move that fucking cup? It was just sitting there, like, what? 
what's wrong with you? <laughs> How often do you reach a climax when having sex? Mm, when it's with the right person. Can I give a percentage? Oh, <laughs> always. And my, my analytique. Yeah, just, go ahead, Chris. It's at the forefront. So I feel like it's more of like a 60-40. Like, oh, I'm not going to always 100% with, <laughs> with the... Because con- I feel like there needs to be some build-up to it. Like, I feel like okay. if your intention is to always climax, okay, it's like 60-40. I'm achieving more than half. So I feel oh, like so you, you know, sixty, they're forty. Yeah. Uh, okay, so my goal is we're gonna we're gonna do it together. Like we're both gonna it's gonna be an amazing time. A part of me is like, I'm gonna get mine. And I feel like a sixty forty is not that far from fifty fifty. Like if we're if we're both like we're gonna you feel like sixty forty is really far from fifty fifty? Yes. Mm. And the only reason I'm saying that is because I'm thinking about it in a lover's stance. Instead of like a hookup right. stance, maybe that's what I'm thinking about it too. Yeah, yeah no, I'm thinking about because even in, in even in a safe situationship standpoint, I've only been involved with people who really care about me to the same point where I'm gonna get mine regardless. So it's like you gonna get yours, I'm gonna get mine. Otherwise, I'm not fucking with you. Very rarely dealt with a standpoint where people have been selfishly only been caring about theirs. Child, you gotta get the fuck out if you're gonna care about yours. Bye. Yeah, like, and that's the truth. Right. That is the truth. But is that not 60-40? That is very no. well a 60-40 no. situation. It's, and that 60-40 situation, I don't want. <laughs> no. I don't want that That's shit. true, but it's very 70-30. Yeah, I said a 80. I think I said a, like an 85. Maybe like a... Yeah, I think I said something. 85-15? Like, you're yeah. going to definitely get yours. Right. Fuck if they get theirs. No, no, no. I'm saying that's how that's how I view yours. Even if yours is 60-40, it's done in like a 70-30 over there. I'm a good 50-50. Because, you know, it takes me a while. But once I found out it takes that nigga longer, that was like, oh, my God. Like, I got to put in more work than necessary. But if that shit is nice, and yeah, then we're going to flip, and then... Roll your finger. Roll your... Roll your... <laughs> Roll your sleeves up. Roll my sleeves up, baby. Go ahead and unhinge that jaw. Get you some deer part. <laughs> Put you around in your mouth. Okay. <laughs> and go for the gold. And foreplay is definitely one of the things. It's like, if you're not doing that shit. You have to get out once again. Yeah. Yeah, please get out. How would you rate your personal history? Ooh, so between one and ten, like personal history as far as like dating, relationships, like all of that, like like sexual history. Ten oh. being is like outstanding, like wilding niggas, like mm-hmm. they talking about me. A eight, solid <laughs> eight. Wow, that's real. Cause I feel like there have been situations where it was like I have explored, cause that was something I was curious about doing, and it becomes a whole experience for them. And I feel like there have been opportunities where it's like, that was the worst I ever had. And I'll just be like, I wasn't into you that well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I gave you a little yang yang, you know, something to get you, get you going you, around get the you, house. Get you going the fuck out my house. You know. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like eight is solid because I feel like, you know, I'm always open, quote unquote, to the idea of improvement whatever that situation looks like. You know what? I'm going to give myself a solid 10. And I'm going to give Come myself on. a 10. Because... <laughs> they still talking about you. 
in 2022. <laughs> I don't care if you don't like me. I don't care if you don't love me. You still talk about me. Because I hear it. It literally comes back to me. On the other side of that, I was young and naive and probably gave some niggas too much good pussy. That is a whole flip side of that coin. And that taught me some in some stage of my life, it was a long time ago, but it was like, stop giving these niggas some good pussy. And then once they started getting some dick too, they was like, I was like, wow, y'all like both. So now I can't just give it out. Well, at one point it was like, whose body parts do I like the best? But that was a whole different phase, whole different whole phase. I, I can't because it's all memorable. If it's from the front or the back, you're going to see it. You're going to memorize it's it. It's going to tumbler, okay? My good times outweigh my bad times. So I definitely give myself an A. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to really think about our value when it comes to people. If we know we're giving an experience and we know people ain't worthy of it because they just don't show up the same way, then yeah, they don't deserve it. But no. Come on. You guys, I hope this shit is educational because please believe we done had a wind down fucking Wednesday before Wednesday even came. And all of us are probably soft at this point. Reason why these niggas probably started telling their secrets at the end of the fucking episode. But you know what? My editing skills going to be bomb as fuck. And I hope this shit was educational for you guys. <laughs> okay. Okay. Learn something. Cut that shit up out of there. Cut all my shit up out of there. Bye, bitch. All the unnecessary no. stuff. Just cut it. <laughs> Would you guys like to promote? Starting with Mark. I will be back on Instagram. I don't know when. I don't know how. Um, I'm going to contact my lawyer to see if we can get my old Instagram back. Yes, I do have a lawyer. But right now, if you want to follow me on TikTok, it's Marky Overmark. So that's M-A-R-K-I-I-E-O-V-A-M-A-R-K. If you want to come see my Twitter, you know, it's the same exact thing. All right, Chris. Some of my handles are Ohi from New York. Mm-hmm. I'm not really too caught up in social media. Every once in a blue, I do get a chance to, like, I guess, be expressive or I'm not really present as often as, mm-hmm. as people would appreciate. But those are my handles, Ohi from New York, and that's available on IG and Twitter. All right. Well, you guys, please rate my show and please like and comment and follow us on A Whole Mood at Instagram. And I'm Alon, that's Chris, and that's Mark, a whole mood. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter.